You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of the All-Star Vintage Podcast, which boys, Dom and Mark, back once again for another episode of the All-Star Vintage Ooh-hoo. Podcast. Ooh-hoo. I'm trying to say that as much as possible because... It's going to be gone soon. We're running out of time. Yeah, it's going to be gone soon. And we're running out of time for a name, too, Yeah, bro. and I still have no fucking idea what I want to use. It's tough. <laughs> I have no clue. It's no fucking... Yeah, but it's what? Episode 37 in a row? That's right, 37 in a row. You've been waiting to say that. I've been dying to say it. <laughs> uh, on the Chop Sports I'm Network. I'm Mm, you doing? Yeah, I was thinking that day. I was sending that day. I was like, Chops. We should, we should just name the show How Chop Shop on the Chop Sports Network. It, it's actually really good. Very on brand. But um, yeah, I don't know. That kind of I thought was funny. But what the fuck? It's like uh, you know, we're getting it's close to the, the ho- most. It's the holiday season. Wonderful time and a hickory do. You know and what? A hickory it's- duck. How about this? It's- don't you forget <laughs> to suck on my cock. That's my favorite Christmas song. Remix, yes. but no, it's it's when this comes out, it's probably be like Christmas. Yeah, fuck so. Christmas, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I hate Christmas. I the thing is like it's weird. I love the Christmas season. I don't know why. I don't know why. I like this time of year for some reason, but the holiday itself, I'm like, yeah, whatever. And you know what, dude? You get fucking run down. Oh yeah, during the holiday season, there is so much, much going shit on. going on. Yeah. Everyone's trying to get together in this small window of time. Yeah, and um. Oh, dude, it's just, it's it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. And I think, you know what? If I had kids or something like that, maybe it's different. Yeah, probably. Um, But yeah, Christmas is just Yeah, like as an adult that. with no kids and stuff like that does suck. And I moved yesterday. We moved. You helped me move. That was time. fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, <laughs> really. I'm dying today. <laughs> dude, you were. I put me out. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, at one point, I was like, I'm done when with you this When you started shit. cramping up. Dude, I was, yeah, I'm like, oh, this is not good. But at least we were almost done at that point. I was oh, like, yeah. all right, at least we're almost done before I fall apart. Yeah, my leg was cramped up. When my arm cramped up, I was like, oh, no, come on, because that never happens. That's a rarity. You know what's funny, too? What? Anytime you move, you find fucking random shit laying around, like oh, yeah. couches and things like that. <laughs> like that bullet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that was That funny. was random. That was so random, yeah. We just moved my couch and just like an unfired twenty two <laughs> fucking bullet sitting under my fucking couch i was impressed with your uh bullet knowledge you're like called it right away you're like, oh that's a blah blah blah, blah. i'm like what? i love guns dude. <laughs> i do i love guns but yeah i'm just like yeah see this isn't it this is the only part that shoots when it hits the fire pin and fucking shoots you that gave me an out. education yeah it's right. i don't know shit about guns yeah nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> i love guns i just always have but a big fascination with weapons as a young kid just action movies Oh, it's like you're, I'm surprised I never just didn't go to the army to fucking just get guns for free. You know, that's how yeah. much I loved. Like, I really liked weapons as a kid. I still do. I just don't own one because getting a gun in New Jersey is a nightmare. <laughs> Doing most things in New Jersey is a yeah, nightmare. Yeah, in Jersey is a fucking but nightmare. But getting nowadays. a gun especially is a fucking pain in the ass in this state. And it's, it's not easy. 
It's probably one of the harder things you have to fucking do. But that's probably a good thing, too. Yeah, same probably. Time. Probably. But it doesn't stop gun violence here at all. Agreed. <laughs> you know? No, no, agreed. But no, actually, speaking of, like, the harder things you can do, that's a good segue for what I wanted to talk about anyway. I think his name, you might want to look him up if you can get the, get the browser going. The browser. <clears throat> look on, I think his name's, uh, I think it's Dion Edwards, maybe, or Zion Edwards. Zion Edwards, I'm pretty sure. I know he's, like, a famous wrestler. You know, he's an Olympic wrestler and shit, and, like, he, he has no legs. Zion Clark. Zion Clark, is that his name? It yep. It could be. Does it say he's making an MMA debut? Yep, this yeah. is an article Zion on ESPN. Clark, there you go. All right. So this dude, he was, like, a fucking amateur wrestler. He's got no legs. I get it. You can do that. But now he's making his MMA debut. How the fuck is that going to work? Because, like, you're fighting, like, does, is he a ground opponent off the rip? Like, can you not just kick him in his fucking head? Because if this dude's like hopping at me, I'm just gonna. Kick Is there him in certain the face. like rules? Yeah, that I'm are just in gonna place. kick him in the fucking face. Otherwise, <laughs> he has two Guinness records for what? Uh, I'm sure they're impressive. Like I said, he's a wrestler and he has no legs, and he wins. He did the highest box jump ever done on two hands at 33 inches. <laughs> okay. Then he set a world mark by running 20 meters what? in on his 4.78 seconds. So wait, he ran a four four seven eight. Four seven eight, what forty on his hands? Twenty meters. What's that? So half to? of a forty. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, meters. So no forty meter dash. That's the forty. No forty yard. Forty yard dash. So meters. Meters is bigger than yards. I don't fucking know. I don't That's know. Embarrassing. Metric. Yeah, I don't know either. But I'm assuming it's probably even. So let's just say he probably did the fucking. F- so he ran a forty, a sub five forty on his hands. Or did he have? He doesn't have feet. He's got no midsection. I don't even know if he has a dick. But <laughs> does he have fake legs though? Maybe no. I don't think he has prosthetic. Yo, he's so like from the waist down. How do you make a prosthetic for that? I don't think he has nubs. You know, he might have nubs. He was born without legs yeah. due to a rare birth disorder that affects fetal development in in about one in sixty thousand live births every year. Strange. His best production. Best way to escape and survive were those two hands. When he got to high school, he became a very good wrestler, and he later wrestled at a small local college. He's now 25. A few months ago, he set those two Guinness records. Let's see. I know he wrestled. I want to see about his debut MMA. I need to to see this. This is must-watch for me. Let's see. Because I need to know, like, is he going to be a downed opponent? Like, because like I said, if he's... I don't know if he's coming at me at sub four numbers on fucking a four. He might be fast so enough this to is take not, me to the ground. This is not a UFC match. No, but it's All MMA. Right. It's MMA. MMA is MMA. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I thought he was like fighting. In no, UFC. not the UFC. It's not, you know. Okay, so he's if, fighting. If he was fighting in the UFC, that would be the biggest sideshow Dana White ever pulled. Good point. <laughs> like, Good point. So what is this then? Um... It, it, it boggles my mind. Like, are there going to be different set of rules because he has no legs? So I think it is. I think it is Murray versus uh, is it Zion Clark. Does this that dude guy, not have an arm or something? This guy uh, got one good arm, though. That arm looks strong. Let's see if we can find some more information. Yeah. I'm telling you. If, if, there's got to be some more info out there if a dude with no legs is making an MMA debut. <laughs> so he won, too? Yeah, Did this take already? place already? What? Is that, that must be it, unless it happened already. So this this was, was published today, so it probably so happened probably, last night. So last night it probably went down. Yeah, very well. So he won? He won. 
What the fuck? Look at this. He won by unanimous decision. His first damn number. What the fuck? So he faced that guy, Eugene Murray. Okay. Maybe that's the guy with... Is that the fight right down below it? This guy, I think, only has one arm. Okay. So it makes a little bit even. All right, let's see. But still, one arm. I'd rather have one arm fighting to do with no legs than opposite. Yeah. But obviously, this dude, Zion Clark, is an absolute fucking animal. He's probably the best grappler of all time. Easily. Easily. For him to do that, like, well, that's dude, so insane. Fucking, I still blows my mind he's running sub-40s on his hands. That means you're strong. Yeah, like, <laughs> Ray Dog. <laughs> that must look eerie coming at you, bro. Ew. Somebody with no legs coming at you fast on their hands. Here you go. Here's a clip of the match oh here. Oh, my God. Yeah, all right, so we'll watch this real quick. I mean, it's got to be challenging if you're upright and this guy's all the way down yeah. this level. Yeah, but I mean, like, can so you just... So he moves on so his I'm hands. I'm assuming you can't kick him in the face. Because why? Why do you just? Because I would right? just boot him right in the fucking face right there. So no, this that guy has two arms. Oh, so yes, this guy's fully. F- yeah, he's got two this arms. This guy's got all his limbs, and he just got taken down easily by this dude. Yeah, but I guess like when you're on the ground, you're in his world at that point. Hundred percent. That's crazy, dude. Look That's at this. Stri- so he won by. Look at him. He does skate tricks too? Guy does it all. What next? <laughs> wow. Oh, give it up to Zion Clark then, because that's fucking impressive. <laughs> Winning an MMA fight against someone who's completely normal. And I would never take that fight. Never. Oh, wait, if you were the guy? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you yeah, want to be known no, as no, the guy no. that loses to the guy I also no don't legs? think, I, I also wouldn't think that I'm not going to lose. I would assume that. I would go into it thinking I'm probably going to kick his ass. Yeah, and well, that's the thing too. I'm like, is this even fair? <laughs> I wouldn't take it. I think it's just a <laughs> trap fight. It's a trap fight. It's a trap fight. 100% dude. And I don't want to be known for the guy that loses to the guy without legs. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm with that because I don't know. I just, oh, cause going into it, I assume, oh, I'm allowed to kick him in his head. I'm just going to kick him in his head. And they probably tell you, oh no, you can't kick him in his fucking head now. And then I get pissed off. Yeah. I'd probably I- kick him in his head anyway and get disqualified. <laughs> like, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, sir. Oh, yeah. That's pretty funny, though. That's interesting as fuck. Comes out with no fucking legs, wins an MMA fight. It's unbelievable. We're talking about Christmas before, right? Yeah, what we got on the docket. So I was thinking about... Almost a violent night, by the way. Yeah, I was thinking about Christmas movies in general. My mom really wants to see that, actually. Violent Night? Uh huh. Yeah, dude. So we're probably going to watch that on Christmas. That's with, um, what's his face from Stranger Things? Yeah, Uh, guy plays Hopper. 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 I want to see that. And then I want to see the one. We were going to talk about this, I think, last week, but we didn't have time. The uh, new Grinch movie. Oh, yeah. The horror. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, there's a, it's called, I think, the mean one. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. But, like, there's, like, a whole, like, thing of, like, our childhood characters being made into, like, actual murder movies now. Like, that Winnie the Pooh one. Christopher Robin goes back and Pooh and Piglet are killing dark. people. Yeah. It's weird. There's a, um, another one, too, uh, that's Oz really. The Grinch one could be dark, though. This, this one's not, Chris- yeah, I'll get back to that one, but. There's a, this one's not the Christmas, Oz, but yeah, yeah. I like saw Wizard that. of Oz style. It's called uh, Gale. Yeah. I mean, and, we, I saw that you sent me a thing for that, I think. And so I think it's based on Dorothy's granddaughter or some shit. Mm. And Dorothy is like this old lady in a mental home. Mm. And she goes to visit her for some reason and hook style. gets dark. Yeah, kind of hook style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, that one, I, I think it's like more of like an independent. Yeah, I saw film, like so I, I don't watch, know. It, that one looks like it's going to be like I don't think they're going to push like the the limit. You know what I'm saying? Well, as far as like it could be eerie though. Yeah. Well, Return to Oz was kind of eerie as a kid. Such an underrated film. Yeah, I still watch that to this day. Yeah, every once in a blue moon, I'll pop it in. Return to Oz. It. 
very dark. But yeah, this uh, this mean one. You know who's uh, who's playing the Grinch in that? Who? The guy who plays Terrifier. Really, Art Art the Art Clown. Clown. Going to be Grinch the Grinch. I yeah. could see that. Yeah. That'd be creepy. Pretty sure I saw that. That's awesome. No, I, I could see them doing that. Because, like, with the Grinch, you can make that super creepy. Like, a fucking green thing that comes into your house at night, Christmas Eve, and destroys everything, kills everybody. You can make that super eerie. You can make it, like, almost like It style. It would be really dark if um, it's just, like, this psychopath that dresses up in a Grinch attire. Mm-hmm. I'd be dark, too. Sneaks into people's homes. Oh, yeah. Steals That's their like, um, I'm surprised Tim Curry never played the Grinch. He'd be a good mm. Grinch. Did a Grinch movie. Yeah. Fucking, you know what I watched last night actually making me think about it? You ever seen Prisoners? Nope. You never seen that? I don't think so. It's pretty good. It's got fucking Hugh Jackman and um, uh, fucking what's his face? Fucking Jake Gyllenhaal mm, in it. And no. like, uh, Doesn't ring a bell. So like Hugh Jackman's just a blue fuck. It's on Netflix right now. I saw it a long time ago. And then now, now it's on Netflix. I just popped it on last night. And I was like, oh shit, this movie's like really fucking good. It's got Paul Dano in it, the guy who played the Riddler in the new Batman. Nice. Yeah. So, like, Hugh, you know, Hugh Jackman and um, uh, that other, the dude who plays in, uh, uh, fuck, what's that rap movie uh, where it's, like, the dude trying to come up and he's got his friends to make the beats, like, the random dudes to make the beats for him. And he's, like, in Memphis and he had, like, the white girl living with him. Fuck. You know what I'm talking about? They had With like T.I.? No, T.I., maybe Terrence Howard. Yeah. Terrence Howard, I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrence Howard's like Hugh Jackman's best friend, whoop too. Whoop that trick. Yeah, whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. Right there. You should insert that right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Terrence Howard, uh, he's like Hugh Jackman's best friend. Their family's like best friends and shit. And they, you know, it's it's thanks. it takes place at Thanksgiving. They go to their house for Thanksgiving. You know, Hugh Jackman has a son and a daughter. Uh... Terrence Howard has a daughter and a daughter. One's the son's age. Both daughters are young ones are friends. So they're like playing and stuff. And they're like, oh, can we go back to the house? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. And they're like, go ask your brother to take you. But they never asked the brother. And they just went. Mm-hmm. And they get abducted. Dark. And the whole movie is like Hugh Jackman trying to find his daughter. And Jake Gyllenhaal plays a detective. And he's on the case trying to find, you know, the kids, too. And um, they basically think Paul Dano did it because he's like a creep driving around in a van. Like a like a like an RV mm-hmm. and shit. So like you know the whole time they they arrest him, but then they never find on nothing on him. So they let him go. So Hugh Jackman still thinks he did it. So yeah. he kidnaps him and like puts him in a torture house and is like torturing him for like months and weeks to get the, like weeks to get the fucking the truth out of him. And like Hugh Jackman's losing it. And like Jake Gyllenhaal's going all around trying to find you know obviously trying to solve the case. It's a fucking good movie, dude. Like I don't want to give away the ending because like it's a it's a surprise. So it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's a, like like it's a very like a twist type of like a good like twist on like who the killer really is or like the kidnapper really is. And know? this is a new movie or an old. It movie? came out in like two thousand. Report or old report? It's old report. It came out in uh like early two thousands. Okay, it sounds it vaguely dumb. familiar. It's now. very good. I've yeah. never seen it a long time ago, and I watched it again. Ten out of ten. It's a good movie. Back to Christmas movies. Yeah. So, well, that just made me think because that was like dark and Thanksgiving time. I don't know. Holiday time. But yeah, Christmas movies. What are we doing with Christmas movies? So back to Christmas Violent movies. Violent Night, Black Christmas. What are we doing now? Black Christmas is great. Too. Just overall, favorite Christmas movies. Oh. Overall. Overall? Yeah. Shit. So man. you saw the new Christmas story. Christmas story, the original, the original? is definitely up oh, it's there, right? It's on my... Easily. It's in my Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies just because... Um, 
Christmas Story is definitely on there. National Lampoon Christmas Vacation is 100% up there. It's one of the You know, I don't think I've ever seen it. Stop playing. <laughs> Just fucking watch. That's insane. That's insane. That's one of the funniest movies just in general, period. I dude, seen sit down, clips sit down, for and sure. just, sit down and just watch it one day. You're gonna, you're gonna laugh your ass. I off. don't think I've seen like any of the National Lampoon movies. Well, you know one of the best National Lampoon movies is that's very underrated. No one really knows about it. Right. Senior Trip, hilarious. Young Jeremy Renner, one of his first movies. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite fucking movies ever. I'm hilarious. Gonna, I'm, I know I'm gonna catch a ton of fucking heat. Oh yeah, for too. not for National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, bro. That's think, crazy. That's like a staple. That's a Christmas staple. So to me, Jingle All the Way is also a Christmas that's, staple. That's my favorite. It's up there. I it's don't think there. there's another Christmas movie that I've seen. It's a good. It's has good. Taking the spot, the top spot away from Jingle All the Way for me. Like that is it's the number up there one for Christmas me. movie. Classic Arnold. Oh yeah. Hilarious Arnold. It's turbo time. Yeah, like wholesome, hilarious Arnold. And like that's the fucking beauty Sinbad. of Arnold. Sinbad. <laughs> yeah. Out of my way, box. That shit always kills me. But so that's the beauty of Arnold, dude. He can do it all. You know, he's fucking, he could be in the action movies. He did the horror game yeah. a little bit. He can do drama sci-fi. a little bit. Sci-fi. And I think his most underrated genre is like family comedy. Kindergarten cop. Kindergarten cop. Last Jingle action all the way. hero. Last action hero. Dude, last action hero's classic. Yeah, that was dude. on Netflix not too long ago. I, I stood that till I need a good view into off. that. Yeah. Dude. Arnold's great at that. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, that was when he was at his best. Honestly, agreed. Most classic lines. Yep. during that era, my favorite. Arnold's a man. The He's Arnold the boards. Yep. The Arnold soundboards were like the greatest thing of all time. Best thing that ever the internet ever did. Yeah, like ever. Yeah. <laughs> Early internet, just soundboards. Those are the best. Uh, Doing everybody's soundboard, but uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think of other ones too other that Christmas like movies. I love. And you know, it's not a bad Christmas. I I consider it a Christmas movie. Uh, just friends. That's a Christmas oh, yeah. movie to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like That's a good one. Christmas time. Yeah, just friends is a pretty good one. Uh, but those ones I listed there were probably my tops of all time. How, here, here's one. What? And this is gonna be Gremlins. No, no, no. But this <laughs> one is Club? also gonna be controversial. What? Uh, Batman Returns. Yeah, that's a Christmas movie. It takes place around a lot of Christmas. I see that. You know, there's definitely in a Christmas setting. Yeah, there's a lot of snow. So yeah. I'll consider that one. But not really. A Christmas Carol. Oh, no, Scrooged. That's another good one. I love Scrooged. With Bill Murray? Yeah. That's a good one. Because that's like a dark take on the Christmas Carol That one is classic, good. That one know? is definitely good, yeah. You I know, forgot about that Everybody, one. Well, everybody also loves A Wonderful Life. The classic, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, yeah sure. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just do this one kid I work with. He's like, you don't like What's a Wonderful Life? Man, I don't give a fuck about that black old. bullshit. Yeah, thing. it's old. Like, man. if there's like, that's like that movie star, like it's a, like the turn of the century. Like they're just having cars. Like I'm not interested. I'm <laughs> no. cool. Elf is another one that people do that I'm not like huge on. I've never seen it. Yeah, I've watched parts. I'm not Same. huge on it. I'm like, uh, obviously, you know, Christmas Vacation. Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Home Alone. Absolutely. Cr- one and two. Yeah, absolutely. And those are great movies. I need a good view into that, too. Yeah. Uh, the Net- the Net- Netflix original, The Christmas Chronicles, with like Keith, uh, what's it? Not Keith, fucking um, Kurt Russell plays Santa in those. It's like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. They're popular. Yeah. They're, they're like new age popular. Not big on it, but yeah, no. Yeah, they got Scrooged on this list, too. Yeah, perfect. Christmas horror is good. So you got like Black Christmas. I mean, the generic Grinch also, as we talk about the mean one. Oh, the Santa Claus with fucking Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Uh? Bill, Bill Claus. Allen. Oh, yeah. Bill Claus. <laughs> uh? <laughs> 
It's almost Christmas. I've never even heard of that. It's got Danny Glover in it. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I guess you can yeah put that in there. Uh, oh, Harold and Kumar's 3D Christmas. Forgot about that. That's a great movie. <laughs> Dude, all the Harold and Kumar Absolutely. movies are fucking great. Classics. You can, they, they don't miss. Like, they're literally on point, all of them. Mm-hmm. And then that, that, you know, it's funny. They didn't do a lot of advertising for that Christmas no. movie. And I remember seeing it thinking, like, is this going to be any good? And it was just as good as the rest. Yeah, I thought it was um, kind of going to be like a Super Troopers 2 type deal. Yeah. Super Troopers 2 is bad. Not good. No. A generic Charlie Brown's Christmas. Classic. Yeah. Oh, this one's kind of classic. The Rudolph's, like those <clears throat> animation ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rudolph. I mean, this one's Frosty. like a classic for like my mom. The Last Christmas of Queen Latifah. Oh, the queen. Yeah, Your girl. Yeah. I don't know much about it. Oh, they have Black Christmas on this list, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And the thing, it says, like, hey, some people like their Christmas movies with a side of gore, and we're not here to judge. Respect. Huh. That if would be fan, me. Yep. If you're a fan of holiday horror movies, get into the slasher flick about a group of soror- sorority sisters stalked by your generic killer. <laughs> yeah, they had a 2019 remake of that, too. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Oh, we got Ernest Saves Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ernest, man. The Ernest movie's also fucking underrated. Another you know classic I mean, character for antics. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, Vern? Oh, Miracle on 34th Street. That's like, oh, the most yeah. pivot, you know, that's like, like iconic. Yeah, that's like up there with It's a Wonderful Life. Like, mm-hmm. This is one of those iconic Christmas movies. Uh, this one's just called Prancer from 1989. Oh, dude, that's I the... Never, I never have seen that. From what year? 1989. That's the first movie I saw in the theaters. Really? Prancer? Yep. That's very random. Yep. Was it good? I think so. I'd never seen it. I never even heard of it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you see this, you remember, like, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I remember the movie. Um, but yeah, that's that was funny. the first movie as a kid that I went to see in the theater. That's funny. Yeah. How about this? That? Is, you know, they have this as a Christmas movie, but to me, this is a Thanksgiving movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Wait. I don't know what that is. Oh, man. Steve Martin, fucking Jim Can- uh, John Candy. Is it 80s? Uh, 87. Yeah. Dude, hilarious. It's John Candy and Steve Martin. Dude. Like, John Candy's a legend. Like, I was legitimately upset when he died. I remember, like, my mom was, like, telling me, she's like, yeah, you were, like, really upset. I was young. I remember I was upset, though. I was, like, 94. How upset were you when Bob Barker died? Uh-huh. Uh, I thought it was in 2017. <laughs> it's funny. Everyone gives a different answer, too. Yeah. You no, know, it's funny. Andy was like, yeah. uh, 90, 2008, I think. It's like, what if I told you he wasn't dead? That blows <laughs> my fucking mind. Yeah. That blows. So that's a whole Mandela effect thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and if you don't know what the Mandela effect is, it's just people thought Nelson Mandela died in like jail in the 80s. But then a lot of people have that memory. And then a lot of people, you know, say he died. I forget when he really died. But mm-hmm. He was still alive, apparently. And no one remembers why. And that, you know, everybody had, you know, the Bernstein Bears, they say, were spilled a different the way. Bernstein Bears. Yeah. The so, like, bears. it's just a lot of things that, like, could have happened in our, our timeline where things that we might have switched our timelines in reality because things are not what we remember them to actually be. The Fruit of the Loom uh, yeah. logo. Oh, in Star Wars, when he says, I'm not, uh, Luke, I'm your father, he actually says, like, some sh- other shit instead. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I am your father or, like, some shit. Yeah. Luke, I am your father. But he says something else instead. I'm not sure. And then Queen. Yeah. The way that, um, which song is it? What song? Which Queen song is it? That, I have no idea. I don't know. The ending, the ending of it is, um, it, it doesn't occur and everyone remembers it huh. happening. Hold on. 
I'm, I'm too I'm too fucking fried today. <laughs> Queen, is it We Are the Champions? Oh, okay, yeah. So it's Queen, We Are the Champions. Uh-huh. So you know, at the end when it's like We Are the yeah. Champions, we are the of the world, yeah, and then it ends, yeah. That of the world part, uh huh, never existed. Really? I mean, I'm thinking I've heard it on the radio all the time that. Of the world, it does not happen at the end of the song. That's funny, but that's like that's one that I can I can see people fucking up because I kind of don't remember. I remember the of the world, but I remember that being like live. So I think maybe they did it live. I don't know. Or we we were just on different timelines. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, we're probably on different timelines. But in this timeline, apparently Bob Barker's still alive. So there was a (laughs) recently died in yeah twenty seventeen. There was a recent article that came out. Um, about Bob Barker's wife giving an update on his health for his 99th birthday. Yeah, I'm like, what? And so, like, TikTok, <laughs> social just went crazy. Everyone's posting, like, didn't Bob Barker die? Didn't Bob Barker? Yeah. So then I started doing, like, a little research, and the only thing that I found, I shared it with you, was that one article back in 2017 mm. saying that it was a hoax. Hoax, yeah. But that was the only article I found. It wasn't, like, anything from an official news source or anything mm. like that. It was kind of a weird publication. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I remember Bob Barker dying. Me too. I remember seeing the news that he died. Like, it's crazy. But apparently he's not dead. No. <laughs> Quite the uh, change from Christmas movies to yeah, conspiracy to Bob, theories. Bob but uh, here we oh, are. Yeah. Well, well, if you want to get back to Christmas movies real quick. Sure. Uh, on this list here of these greatest Christmas, they have the Polar Express. I guess that's like a new age classic. Yeah. Yeah. A I book. remember that book. That book was classic. The too. Polar Express. I never read it. There's a generic Christmas Carol. Everybody's gonna got Die Hard. It happened on Fifth Avenue. It's like a real old school one. I don't, I don't know nothing about. That. I think. Oh, here we go. The night before. I love that movie. Which one was that? Seth Rogen and fucking. Oh yeah, when they were going to the Christmas party. Yeah, they or get something. tickets to that Nutcracker Ball. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, dude. His wife gave him all the all drugs. the drugs. Yeah. yeah. Me and my mom watched that recently. That one's she hilarious. Yeah, that one's funny as hell. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol's pretty classic. Classic. Yeah. Some Rizzo the Rat action there. Love Actually is a Christmas movie, apparently. Never seen it. Don't know it. The Great Rupert. That looks Zongo, too. I'm humiliation. <laughs> the Great Rupert. Ah. Well, they got Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. Reese with a spoon. I fucks with Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Oh, Office Christmas Party. That's pretty good, too. You ever seen Office Christmas Party with TJ Miller and, like, Bateman? Patrick Bateman? Nah. Jennifer Aniston. It's good. It's like, uh, the... A, a company it's from 2016 like a company has a Christmas party and like they, they go all out because they want to impress these fucking like out of town possible business opportunity mm-hmm. and they need to get this deal to save the company but they like go all out and throw this insane Christmas party like did they get Noggin Boss hats yeah they got Noggin Boss hats big time big that sealed time. the deal uh huh oh Babes in Toyland nobody oh watches God. that on Christmas morning except me another old ass yeah, one I don't another care one about. I fucking yeah it's like oh you don't watch Babes in Toyland no, no fucking watch some stupid <laughs> bullshit fucking wooden soldiers fucking do 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 boring is that, is that Laurel and Hardy's dumbass <laughs> not the motherfucking unfunny duo <laughs> uh, I don't even know what that is some Christmas tale I've never heard of there's a lot on here we have Gremlins on here I guess you could say that is obviously Tokyo Godfathers. Never heard of that. Uh, Trading Places is kind of a Christmas movie. I could see that. Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy. That's a classic. That's a funny one. Fucking Dan, basically fucking Dan Aykroyd's like this rich fucking dude. And 
Eddie Murphy's obviously like some bum on the streets, and he ends up like swapping places with him. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. it's a classic. This one looks like a war movie. They have a lot of versions of the Christmas Carol. What about, oh. what about Goodfellas? No, they got Bad Santa, though. Bad Santa, that's a good one. Bad Santa's a great one. Oh, no. Bad Santa's a good Even Bad Santa, too. Those movies are fucking funny. They're, those are some fucking dirty movies, too. <laughs> you ever, like, watching yeah. that? Like, like and for my little cousins in the room, I was like, I don't know if Not they for kids. watching this shit. Like, the unreaded Bad Santa. My cousin, my other cousin's like, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> Let's see, where are we at? Okay, Bad Santa, Bad Santa. A Christmas Tale. Never heard of it. Oh, we got Rudolph in the building. Classic Rudolph. Frosty the Snowman Classic. in the building. Remember the Night. Never heard of it. Oh, Judy Garland in Meet, Meet Me in, in St. Louis with Judy Garland. Never heard of it. <laughs> There's a lot of these old school uh, ones. You do these old ass ones with these old ass fucking like. Yeah, nah. When it gets in that style, <laughs> like of movie poster, it looks like it was hand painted from like. I'm out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm instantly not interested. Yeah, and that was all of them. It was like a list of like the sixty something greatest. Yeah, that's cool. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I mean, I agree with some of them. There's some good ones on there. Since we're still on the movie talk, uh-huh. a little more news from the horror end okay. um, with a little crossover into the pro wrestling world. Oh yeah, um, I like that. The Ocho, the Ocho, Chris Jericho, who just the lost man. the title, the ROH title, to Claudio. Claudio. Um. Yeah, he is going to be starring in another movie. So he was recently... He was in Terrifier, too. In Terrifier, like 10 too. 10 minutes. He had a bigger scene, but they had to cut it because... I'm sure when that comes out, when they release it on, like, they're going to have the whole unedited thing. I hope there. so. Oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah, I hope so, because I want to see more Jericho in that. But now he is in a new movie, a new horror movie coming out called Dark Match. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like a horror Christmas... Is it horror Christmas wrestling movie? <laughs> I don't think Christmas is involved. I don't know, because I just saw an article about it the other day, and I assumed it was about Christmas, because it was about Christmas. So Deadline reports that the movie has already wrapped. The story sees a small-time wrestling company accept a high-paying gig in a backwoods town, only to discover when they arrive that the community is run by, by a mysterious cult leader Oof. with devious plans for their match. <laughs> Okay. Now this is not just this is directed by uh, Lowell Dean, Lowell who did Dean. Wolf Cop. Okay, that's uh, that's a ridiculous movie. Do you know Wolf who Stephen Ogg is from The Walking Dead? Um, I think I do. He's in there. Stephen Ogg, OGG, Lowell Dean from uh, who directed Wolf Cop. He's doing this one. So yeah, so oh I, yeah, this dude's the shit, Stephen Ogg. Which he guy was, is he? He was like Negan's uh, like right hand man, but he's like real like, how you doing, motherfucker? Like, look at this dude. Like, oh, good slime. I know who he is yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. He was uh, they used him as like a character in the GTA video game, the last one. <laughs> yeah, he's a good, he's a good bag, solid scumbag. He's probably like the leader of the cult or something. Yeah, I could see that. He's very charismatic actor, so I could I could see that. So listen, I love the stupid plots. I love the crossover between horror and wrestling. wrestling. Hell yeah, Jericho, one of our favorites time. of all time, appearing in it, hopefully starring in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this will be a fun movie. I'm sure it will be. Wolf Cop is really fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, are you interested I, I, though? Will you watch? Yeah, it? I'll, yeah, I'll watch it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has an interest. I'm, there's an interest level there for sure. So be on the lookout for that. I don't know when that comes out. But yeah, I don't see Dark Match it. starring Chris Jericho, man. I that. dig it. I like the name too. With that, let's take a break. Oh, uh, um, we've been all over the yeah. map so far. Bouncing around for you. We'll get some structure on this on the other side. Uh, we have the vault. Maybe. We have Jersey talk. 
You know the deal. Yeah. We got the ha ha. All the good stuff on the second half. You guys just hang tight. Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out. And sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. At Chop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business. And today, we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL-spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now, and at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook, at Lilac Sage Boutique, and join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. And we are back for the second mm-hmm. half of the All-Star Vintage Podcast. Second half team. Episode 37. 37. In a row? Before we go into the faults, talk a little uh, fantasy football news because it is playoff time, my brother. Mm -hmm. And in uh, the league that we're both in together. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm fighting for nothing. You're done. I'm done. I've been done for like two weeks. I made a unlikely climb all the way up to the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know how. And I started off like one in five or something terrible. Yeah, it was crazy. It, I thought my team was done. I had a shitty draft. I drafted Aaron Rodgers. I had Matthew Stafford. You know, yeah. Rodgers I took kind of high. I took Cam Akers mm. ridiculously high. I really set my team back. I had some bad injuries in the beginning. So it was just like complete shit for a while. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I picked up Justin Fields. Yeah. And Peoples Jones the same day. Peoples Jones. Because I put the fucking claim in for the same two guys the same day. And all of a sudden, my season turned around, man. And, yeah. you know, I just got, I'm getting guys healthy at the right time. Peoples Jones, I mean, he replaced Michael Carter in my flex, and it's been working out really well. Justin Fields is like the new Lamar Jackson in terms of fantasy points Insane. and what he brings every week now, which. Hopefully he has a big game today. So, but yeah, in the Eagles. I am in the playoffs. I got Field starting today. Derrick Henry um, as my number one running back. Miles Sanders, who's been mm. fucking great yeah, for me solid this year, old man. Guy. Solid year. McLaurin, who is always solid. Um, yeah, it doesn't even when he who, doesn't have yeah, a quarterback. It's so crazy how good <laughs> he's he one is. of those guys. Yeah, man. Imagine putting him somewhere better, man, where oh he has God. an actual quarterback to yeah. throw him the ball. I mean, imagine putting him in like Minnesota next to Justin Jefferson and Thielen. Oof, no thanks. Well, keep yeah, keep him in the NFC. That's fine, but Woo-hoo. geez, man. Yeah, so Miles uh Miles Sanders, McLaurin, 
Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. hopefully he has one of those days. Zach, I was looking starting. at your roster, uh huh, and I saw who you're starting. I would start Gallup over Carter. I think I don't have. Do I have Carter in my flex today? I think you do. Yeah, I do. I think I. I don't know. I feel like I might have start Michael Gallup over him. I don't know, man. Or maybe Gallup over Wilson. So Wilson's one of those guys, though. He could give me a huge day. The only problem is that Zach, Zach Wilson is quarterback exactly. today for the Jets, which. God, I am. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's I a whole different diatribe. Nervous, yeah. very nervous about. And there's so many factors that could go into it. If Zach p- goes out and plays well, yeah. you know, what's that mean for Mike White? I guess it's a good thing if he plays well, but you know, I'd rather ah. him play. I'd rather him play. I want to win. win. I don't care. Exactly. I just need to win. Exactly. I, I, you know, we're in the playoff push. I just need them to win. But yeah, so Garrett Wilson, Peoples Jones played yesterday. Mm-hmm. Gave me 10 points, so he had a touchdown. Solid, though. Solid every you know? time. Um, Mark Andrews has been abysmal for me. Really? At tight end. And I keep playing him because I'm stubborn. Yeah. Because he started he off nice. He didn't do good last night, did he? He won some games for me early on. No. Fucking yeah. 3.75. Oh, yeah. uh, the tight end position's tough, dude. Three receptions, 31 yards. I got Njoku. Yeah. And he well, didn't he, do shit, but I had him on the bench. Today. Nah. Really? Nah. Three receptions, 28 yards. Oh, I thought he scored. So, and then I have Michael Carter, I have Denver's D, mm. and I have uh, McManus from Denver as my yeah. kicker. So, we'll see. Right now, I'm at 13.75 points. Mm-hmm. Um, guy I'm p- playing has, uh, he had Diggs play last night who didn't have that big of a game, thankfully. So, yeah. he only had seven and a quarter points. I will take it. He has Hertz playing. So, Hertz puts him up. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Gibson from Washington, Diggs already said. AJ Brown from Philadelphia, he'll get him. He'll definitely get points. He always does. Yeah. Um, Christian Kirk, Conklin from the Jets, um, Dylan from Green Bay, Carolina's D, Graham Gano, Giants kicker. I don't know. I like my chances. If Hurts uh, doesn't have a huge game, I really like my chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have a bad roster. I was just thinking maybe Gallup might. Gallup's usually good for a score. I might switch that. I, I'm He's not comfortable with Carter because it's. You yeah. know, the Jets are just so inconsistent on with offense. Who they're running the with, ball. Yeah, exactly. So you could see a healthy dose of Bam Knight today, which I think you will, on top of maybe like some James Robinson and Ty fucking Johnson. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I was saying. Gallup's usually good for a touchdown, too. Listen, I like Gallup. I do, I do. And now that he's back healthy, he's been, been producing. He always produces. but And I think, you know, Dak, he's starting to become aware of his little fucking interception thing he's got going on, which he addressed and said he's like, uh, yeah, I'm aware of what's happening. I'm, I'm taking care of this. So hopefully he nips that in the bud and we get right today against Jacksonville because uh, we we had a little scare last week against Houston. I think they come out strong, hopefully. Jackson, but listen, this is one thing I've wanted to say for a while. Mm-hmm. People are talking like they always talk about Zach Wilson, that draft and it, but like I feel like no one talks about Trevor uh Fucking Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Like, the dude's literally yeah, starting to figure it out. It's because he's playing in Jacksonville. Yeah. Man. There's it's not crazy, a lot of though. Like, coverage. he's actually starting to play like the number one overall pick. And, like, you get him and Doug Peterson there, that hey, team could and, become something. And that's something. the thing, man. He's got a real head coach now. Like, yeah. say what you want about Peterson, but he, he's a legitimate he's NFL legitimate, head coach man. who won a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so, legitimate. He, he, and people, his team loved him. Yeah. I bet you he could still be in Philly right now and they'd still embrace him. And that's the thing, too. You look at all the success. You know, from the Eagles right now under Sirianni, and you're going to tell me, you know, he just that had nothing Peterson, to do with that. Exactly. You Come know, on. definitely. definitely. He laid the foundation for that team. 
So whatever went wrong there is one thing, but I think in terms of capability of being like a really good head coach, like Peterson's good. Even when, you know, his name came up for the Jets when they were I looking, wouldn't have been mad at that. I wouldn't have been mad at it. Like he was mad about it. He wasn't my first choice. Mm-hmm. Like I, I always tell you, Salah yeah. and Dayball were, you know, one mm-hmm. A and one B, but I didn't hate the idea of bringing in a veteran guy like yeah. Peterson. So you know, especially after the debacle that you that, had with the rookie coaches. Well, I'm talking specifically for Jacksonville, right? Yeah. yeah. The rookie head coaches look at fucking, um, what's or his Meyer. face? Meyer. Yeah. So now you want to bring in an experienced guy that's going to take care of fucking things. And there's yeah. not going to be that bullshit that Meyer had running that, you know, Bush Chaos League shit. bullshit, Chaos right? You know, it's just pathetic. Um, so, yeah, no, it, you know, it's good. It's good for football to see, oh, you yeah. know, these high draft picks succeed. And um, he definitely is putting it together. And, you know, they they went out and they spent a lot of money in the offseason yeah. to get guys around him. And, you know, did they overpay for some guys? Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, Christian yeah. Kurtz has been paying off for them. But though, pretty like, good. He's yeah, pretty good. You know, he's not going to be your, your, your legit number one guy. Yeah. You know, he's one of those fringe guys. But still, man, if you're building something. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you have to go out in free agency and overpay for guys like that. And, you know, it looks like it's working out good. So good for them. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Let's just hope we beat them today. That's all I care about. <laughs> and then Jets got them next Thursday. Yeah. Too. Ugh. So I hate, I hate Thursday could. games. Dude. Worst game of the week. Like Monday used to be my most hated. Now I hate Thursday. The Thursdays most. are terrible, man. Yeah, Especially now that they're on fucking like Amazon. I'm like, I don't even bother watching it. Yeah. And it's fucking glitching every five seconds. Not worth and, it. Yeah. You know, it's the spinning shit. wheel and all that nope. shit. So I'm good. Yeah. No, I, I hate Thursday games. Yeah. I'm exhausted too. I'm yep. like fighting to stay up. I've got to drink a Red Bull at like seven o'clock at night just to watch the goddamn game. And then after the boys this week, the boys got the Eagles next week. It could be a huge game. Possibly. We might be able to get some leeway. might possibly win that division. If it's possible, if the Eagles lose one or two, it's possible. Yeah. They got to drop a couple though. We'll see. Yeah. So we'll see about that. We're not looking too far ahead here, but now what we're going to do, I think is we're going to open the vault doors, put up the fucking door. Let's do it, man. You know, the drill. Yep. Every week we pull cards. Uh, we pull random cards from my old football card collection. We call this the mid group. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the good cards. I have my good Mediocres. ones stored away uh, in plastic and shit like that. But we decided once we go to video, I'm going to bring the bangers out, man. The good mm-hmm. cards are coming out. But these are these are the funny ones, the names that you haven't heard in a yeah. long time. And that's why I like bringing these ones out. So we'll start with this. And then... Um, as always, you try to guess, uh-huh. and, then, and then we pick a card and try to see the value. Exactly, if any value. So let's go. Number one, we're going to the NFC East, uh-huh. and it is a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a Pro Bowl card, Ooh, shit, yeah. a pro set from Ooh, shit, shit. nineteen. I'm gonna say ninety, and that is nineteen ninety. Really? Yes, okay. Pro set nineteen ninety. It's a Pro Bowl. Eagles quarterback. Quarterback. Um, so, I'm going to go. I, I think I already know it. Confident? Yeah. All right. Because around that time, they had one guy who I think is still one of the most underrated quarterbacks today. That's uh, Cunningham. Randall Cunningham. Is that right? That is correct. Yes. All right. He's one, To me, I think he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks because he was one of the real first running gun quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, he was able to like move and fucking get it down the field with his arm. So... 
as much as I hate the Eagles, if I was an Eagles fan, that'd be a must-have jersey for me. Let's see what's on the back of the card here. Yeah, absolutely. I think we had a Cunningham at one point, too, in the inventory. Probably. Let's see. So, 1990 Pro Set, Randall Cunningham, has gone to the last two Pro Bowls and was named Most Valuable Player in a 1989 game when he led the NFC to a 34-33 route over the AFC. Uh Brother of former Patriots running back Sam Cunningham, whom Randall credits with being strong influence in his life. Good golfer likes to speak to high school students about values of education and family and has created anti-drug posters for schools, holds annual celebrity fashion shows featuring Eagles players to benefit American cancer society. Whoa. How about all that? Okay. Nice little fun fact there. Randall Cunningham. Nice. There you go. There Number you go, one from the vault, Mr. Randall. Number two, we are staying in the AFC, going to the West, and we have... So you mean you're leaving the NFC? The, <laughs> I'm sorry? So you're going back to, you're to the AFC, you're leaving the NFC, right? No, we're staying in the NFC. Oh, okay. You said AFC. Did I? Yeah. My bad. All right. The Phoenix Cardinals. Oh, Jesus. The Phoenix... The Pat Tillman Cardinals? Phoenix Cardinals. Um, quarterback. Okay. Okay. And this is the year... 1991 quarterback. It's num- not Plummer. Right? Number. No, no, no. Oh, that's my that's too early. Yeah, that's no, too early. I was saying 91's too early. Number 19. 19. Here's a hint. What? He was a dual position player. Okay. Also a punter uh, who once punted for the New York Jets. Did he play quarterback for the Jets also? Um, In Spot situations as an emergency is it Tim quarterback. Tupa? Yes, see this. <laughs> Tom Tupa. Tom Tupa. Tom Tupa. Tom Tupa. Yeah. I remember he had one of the best jet comebacks I've ever seen. Yeah, that's right. I remember I watched that with you and your dad. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I know the game. I, don't I specifically remember, the remember watching it with you guys. Wow. Because I remember your dad going nuts. <laughs> He was like, this is incredible. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, they had to put Tupa in during an emergency. And he threw like four touchdowns. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, he hit Keish. I know that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else. I don't know. That was yeah, a great game. I, you though. know, I seen a clip of that semi-recently. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Toots. So, Tom Tupa. Tupa. Tupa Tupa. Dual star. Super Trooper Tupa. Never was a um, like starting quarterback no, guy. But, obviously uh, going to get it done, though. Yeah, was a full-time punter, though, I think. For the most part. Nice. But this card has him as a quarterback for the Phoenix Cardinals, That's man. That's funny. 6'5", 215 pounds out of Ohio State. Tom Tupa. Good shit. And then the final card from today's vault selections. We are going... Uh, we're staying with the Cardinals, actually. Oh, okay. But we're moving the year up to uh, 97. Okay. Um, quarterback for the Cardinals, number 11. Also played for the New York Giants. Oh, um, Sims? Not Sims. What to say? Kind of looked like Sims, though. It looked like Sims, and he played for the Giants? Yeah. Did he play for the Cowboys, too? Maybe. No. I don't um, think so, though. Shit. Danny Cannell? No, not Cannell. Not Cannell. I don't know. Kent Graham. Kent, oh, Kent Graham. Oh, fuck. That's right. Okay. Kent Graham. Shit. Oh. When's the last time you heard that yeah, name? Yeah, exactly. That's what threw me off. I wasn't even thinking Kent Graham. I wasn't even going in that space. Yeah, but he, Kent Graham was thrown in the mix. I feel like 
it was like during that Canel Dave That's Brown yeah, era. like era. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was definitely a rotating part of that. quarterbacks yeah, he was for the in Giants. That zone. I remember that. So that's the three. We got Kent Graham, uh, Cardinals, two Tom Tupa. That's usually my good. I'm usually two out of three. And Randall Cunningham and let all me three get, quarterbacks. Let me get the Cunningham. Yes, sir. I knew that's that'd what, be it. Yeah. Let me get. So that's the a, a a pro set. Pro 1990. Set. Randall Cunningham. Do 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 do. I see. Let's see. I see one for. There was one that sold for a dollar twelve, and one that was four ninety nine. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing it around a dollar eighty. Ooh, yeah, this one's four ninety five. So we'll call it around three dollar range. This, one, this guy's selling it for four fifty. This guy's selling it for a dollar fifty five. Yeah, guy's selling it for a dollar ninety seven. Nice card, though. Yeah. Some, as I said, all these cards have a value. And again, these aren't the big cards, too. No. So this I'll be curious to see those ones. This one's got a card for $1.9079. Yeah, not bad. That is the vault. That is this week's episode of Vault. And then, as we always do, we move right on to the next segment. Next good old segment that was brought to us by the friend of the show, Danny, Danny Boy Sharky. Um, yeah, we pick our favorite jerseys basically from. Teams that we love, every team, we, we go through them, we pick our favorite jerseys, we did the NFL, we're now on the uh, NBA, and now today, we're going to end the NBA, because we went through the whole fucking NBA. That was already. quick. Yeah, they're very quick. So we do it by divisions. This final division is the Southwest Division, uh, the final Western Division, and we'll kick it off with the Memphis Grizzlies. And to me, this is a no-brainer jersey right here. Really? Yeah, because they have one of those jerseys. That we all love with the graphic. Oh, that's With the right. graphic. That's right. These fucking, this is another one of those just Hall of Fame jerseys to me. Mm-hmm. The, like, teal with the grizzly graphic that's, like, big and font, like, in the font. And, like, I like their, those ones that say Memphis and black, the black ones. Those are nice, too. But that one with the graphic, that one right there, that's the king. Yeah, it's that's not even close. King. And yeah. I like the white ones, too. Yeah. Uh, but, but I'm definitely going for the teal. And yeah. honestly, I don't like any of their other jerseys you know, like besides this style. But yeah. Yeah. You know, even not, the, yeah. The newer jerseys I'm not a fan of either at all. No. Like they're very basic. Those deep blues that they yeah, use now. It's very basic. Not with it. It's that old one with the graphic that says Grizzlies. And, that, and you know, you see that up now all the time for the throwback jerseys. That's like up there with the Raptors and the, you know, the Suns and the ones that everybody wants to rock. Yeah. This, it's just so nice. The over animated graphic, graphic it's jerseys the, that, are the best. They're man. the absolute best. You can't lose with those. All right. So now we're on to the Dallas Mavericks. And they unfortunately don't have one of those. They have a very basic <laughs> jersey set as it, as it goes. Yeah, I uh, there's not one that like sticks out to me like some of these other ones. Yeah, uh, I mean I'm scrolling through. Looking. There's some older maybe ones some that I don't the- hate, but for the most part they don't. They've never really switched up. No, dude. like recently is the most switch up. Everyone's been white and that blue and that green and that's it. These are not the Mavericks. An impressive group. Rough. Yeah, the jerseys, my brother. It's all just it's the same shit. No good. If I have to pick one though, I probably would go. With, like, the newer white jersey that they wear. This one here? Yeah. Like, Luca Rocks, the white, yeah, like, the generic white. Like, even the black one with the sign line, like, it doesn't do it for me. No. It's like, the just the clean white is probably the nicest one they have. I don't hate these 2019 city ones, city ones that the, they got. Like, Navs and, like, graffiti. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of cool. It's a little different. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Even those Dallas ones that are, like, go down one, like, the white and green. 
I don't hate that actually. Yeah, but I don't love it. But I, I'd probably just go with the generic white because it's the yeah, because it, it's have. clean. Exactly. It's not you know it's these, not impressive. These uh black ones, it just looks like a Nets jersey. Yeah, it's it's very basic, very stupid. Yeah, no, I'm with you on yeah. that. It's the basic, current white yeah. ones. It's like the cleanest one. That's it. Not a not, not really a good not group, a good man, choice to be this, honest with you. This division does besides like Memphis that we just did. They don't have great jerseys. Even well, if you want to go back here with the Pelicans, now moving on to the Pelicans, yeah, they were originally obviously Charlotte, yeah, and so if you want to go back to those jerseys, you know, that's a real easy choice. But yeah. let's, but we've already done that. We've so done we, it right. We, we got to stick to, you know, New Orleans when they went to New Orleans. So were the, they were the Bucks at one point? Yeah, I think so. There were a lot of teams at one point. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but Orleans. if we're looking at current. Pelicans. Yes, we gotta go up to the Pelicans. Let's stuff. see. So it starts like here. Well, this is no. These this are is like, still the Hornets. Yeah, these are. Hornets. So this is where they became the Pelicans. Again, not a fan. I think no. maybe their red their jerseys. red jersey is probably my favorite. Reminds me of the old Nets. Uh, yeah, al- alternate red right. jerseys. Yeah. It's like the same color, yeah, except the stripe. The stripe on the other one. Um, I would have liked those yellow with the stripes right there, but. That's still when they were the Nets. I mean, the Hornets. Yeah, these are very boring. Go up more. They have these look like Notre Dame jerseys, yeah. kind of. Go up a little bit. They have more up here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably that probably that red one right there. This one here, yeah. right? Yeah. I'd probably go with that one because it has a little bit of like the yellow in it and the black one. It's not bad. I hate that white one with the weird colors. It's just ugly as hell. <laughs> Fucking nasty jersey. Uh, yeah, they don't have good jerseys, this team. Uh, this team does. Going Houston? Hell yeah. yeah. Another team that's a no-brainer for Easy. Me. Yeah. It's that purple one with the graphic with the big fucking, you know, the rocket on it. Yep. Yep. There this you one. go. It's fucking easy. The Barkley uh, yep. errors. Yep. Just give me a big graphic. I think I'm set. <laughs> a big, obnoxious graphic. Seriously. And I'm in with Overly it. Overly like, animated That's so fucking style. cool. Right? I agree, dude. I cannot argue this yeah. at all, man. Well, yeah, because even like the these are good are too, yeah, like, like the classic red ones. Like mm-hmm. those are nice, but for me, it's always going to be the graphic. Yeah. I always sucked into it, and I like the. That I never hated the Rockets jerseys. No, they like overall, and like even now, their new ones they have uh, like a black jersey that's kind of hot. I really fuck with it. It's like they're brand new, like yeah, just like the regular black. I think that shit's hard. It's all right, you know. Yeah, they have one with a stripe too. Bring back the graphics, man. Yes. Just bring back please. the graphics, please. And then, well, finally, the last team, the San Antonio Spurs, another team that doesn't have great jerseys. They have, I kind of like their fucking camo jersey because they do a lot of camo jerseys. <laughs> like, that might be my... Cause they're, but I give it to them. They, they haven't changed their jersey they're consistent, much. Yeah. And it's But it's very just a generic, nice, red, black, and silver. Yeah, no. Like, I, I think about, like, the David Robinson, Tim yeah. Duncan days. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the black ones. And then they have the alternate, mm-hmm. I think, gray ones, yeah. too. And they have that like gray camo when they were they were rocking for a little not bit. bad no it's not that not one. bad but yeah I think about the classic just the black Dave ones. Robinson yeah ones. yeah almost yeah because they're easy they don't they didn't go too overboard right they keep it very basic yeah I would probably go with those two so that wraps up yeah the NBA the NBA Jersey talk on Jersey talk man so now what you want to do when we do the next one we do NBA I mean uh, MLB NHL? or NHL NHL's got cool jerseys yeah so we could dip into hockey. I think we'll go in that direction, man. That sounds yeah, good. That's a good one. Um, facts. Cool. So, so we, oh yeah, all right. Well, we don't got much time. Yeah, let's let's we get to wrap the it up. We got this week's <laughs> moment of the week is another deep, another dive into the NFL, and just happened last night, so it's fresh on my memory. 
Uh, it was during that fucking epic last night huh. or yesterday afternoon. That was the Colts versus the Vikings, and the Colts got up on the Vikings thirty-three to nothing. Unbelievable! It was very crazy. Matt Ryan looking like MVP. Matt Ryan for like five minutes. Uh, basically, and then ends up doing what Matt Ryan always yeah. does. I don't, I don't know why he's <laughs> this guy's cursed, man. Yeah, he has to be. He has to be because there's no way that you blow that lead. You blew the lead in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. Like he I'm looking at a meme. I'm looking at a meme now where, where it's Matt Ryan leaving his team with a large, and it's Vietnam photos. I mean, that could be the ha ha all in itself. Dude, yeah, that Matt Ryan loss. could just be him. Yeah. <laughs> But instead, uh, I, I got to see if I can find it. In the crucial moments of this game, when you're trying to come back, and they're making a comeback. The Vikings, they're doing it. They're in the end zone. They're uh, about to score. And Kirk Cousins, he's giving them, like, the, you know, let's go. Like, trying to hype them up. And uh, his voice cracked like a fucking 13-year-old girl in that huddle. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. I think I have. I might have the, the audio. clip. Yeah, I might. Well, let's see. They they even called him out on the fucking. They called him out on the broadcast too. So here's uh, Kirk Cousins being like a huge pussy, I guess, and being like a 13 year old pubic pubescent boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you gotta give him. You gotta if you're his teammate, you gotta give him shit after that. Especially after winning that game, be like, all right, easy, boy. <laughs> oh man, that was too funny. But that's why that was this week's <laughs> moment of the week. And now it's time for some football. Yeah, action. time to time to grind it up for the boys, grind it up for the fucking Jets. Everybody, uh, visit the website. Merry We're trying Christmas, to liquidate. Yeah, like whatever gift cards you get for Christmas, spend it in the store. We don't care. It's cool. Uh, yeah. Everybody, I hope you have a good holiday and take it fucking sleep. This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it.